else to do. Are you ready for a good time? Are you ready for the night? Are you ready? Are you ready? <laughs> Welcome to a new episode of the Holy Shoot Wrestling Podcast. Today, your host is myself, the best-selling author and Mick Foley-approved Jason Norris, and I am joined by Chen. Chen, what name are we going to give you today? What do you want to go by? Uh, Chen, the bearded yes man. I don't know. I'm trying to go for yeah. a Daniel Bryan. You are doing a Daniel Bryan. <laughs> I was listening to the audio call, but I've never seen Chen with such a beard. He is doing a Daniel Bryan. <laughs> right. Hopefully, hopefully I'll get a Brie Bella out of this. <laughs> <laughs> you hope. <laughs> right. This episode of Holy Shoot is pretty much going raw, uncut, unedited, unfiltered. We're just here to talk about money in the bank. We thought we'd, it's a nice day here in the UK. It's a sunny Saturday morning. Uh, Smackdown probably finished, I guess, several hours ago. We're doing this before we get ready for Money in the Bank on Sunday. So, Chen, I'm going to quickly go through some of the title matches because we're here really to talk about the madness that is Money in the Bank. So, let's go first. Uh, so, as these will have potential impact on our predictions. Bailey versus Tamina. Who have you got? I'm going for Bailey. But correct me if I'm wrong, is Bailey? would it be one year since bailey has been champion now? Ooh, it's around that. Yeah, she's winning her money in the bank. You might be right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I've got ba- I've got Bailey as well, so we're both going with Bailey. but that's a good point. She's had the title for a long time. Okay, then we've got Drew versus Seth. Who have you got for that? I'm definitely going with Drew. There's no I'm... way Seth's winning. <laughs> Yeah, I agree with you. So we've got Bailey and Drew both retaining their belts. The other title match, which has implications on Money in the Bank, Bray versus Braun. Who have you got? I think Bray will win. What about you? So because of the fact it's Bray and not The Fiend, I think there are going to be a couple of chapters to this. So I think Braun's retaining at this particular event. Right. So those are our three. So we're basically, before Money in the Bank matches start, we have Bailey as champ. Obviously, we have Becky as champ because she's not appearing on this show. We have Drew as champ, and we're splitting it where we think Bray or Braun could actually be champion on the other title. So let's just do quickly Money in the Bank. Who are your two winners? So I'm going with AJ Styles and Oscar. AJ Styles and Oscar, whereas I've gone for Baron Corbin and Shayna Baszler. So let's let's talk about Money in the Bank. This is a pretty insane event. It sounds like both matches are going to happen at the same time, starting on the ground floor of WWE headquarters in Connecticut, finishing on the roof of the building. That's the current plan. And we're assuming this will be the main event. We could be wrong, because that could have an implication on the title matches. But at the moment, we believe the title matches are all happening at the Performance Center. But WWE has not clarified that. They've kept it a bit vague. So we don't know where those matches are happening. We would assume Performance Center. For we know they might be happening at the headquarters as well. But we're assuming Performance Center for now, and they will happen. And then Money in the Bank is the main event. Okay. Why have you gone for... AJ Styles is your men's winner. Because he is hot right now. And to me, like, Alistair Black, he's just there because he'll be there for good spots. Otis is just there because he's just there for, he's got a hot storyline, but 
he's not going to get pushed to the main event level. Believe me. And Corbin, I was thinking of Corbin because he did win it two years ago, but obviously because of backstage problems, it didn't go successful, his cash-in. But I just think AJ, they need like a really top hill right now. Like They got too many faces, in my opinion. They just need a really big hill. And I think it will be AJ Styles. And so I think AJ might... I think AJ, there's a chance that AJ might actually cash in. But that's the thing. We don't know how this all works out. Like, will it be the first, the Money in the Bank actual match will begin at the beginning of the show or will it be the main event? We don't know. Yeah, that's a challenge, I think, on this one. That's why I'm assuming main event because they're going to make a big thing and it's going to be such an unusual match that you can't, you have a start with it or you end with it. And I'm thinking they end with it. But yeah, it's a, the fact it's a double match as well means I think they're going to be lots, it could be quite a long match overall. So that's why I'm going for main event. So your AJ logic is quite sensible. I was hoping, you know, Chen, you are known as like, you know, the Vince Russo of the, of the group when it comes to like, <laughs> when it comes to like fantasy booking. So you haven't gone for like, you haven't gone for something crazy like Otis wins after, you know, jumping off, after throwing Rey Mysterio off the side of the building. You've kept it quite sensible with AJ. Now, Broad's not here today, but I think Broad has a similar choice to you. He's gone for AJ. Um, I went for Baron Corbin because AJ's my second choice. But I look at the two champions and I figure Drew McIntyre is the kind of champion where he's a fighting champion. And if AJ just walked up to him on Raw next week and said, okay, you've defended against Seth. I think I'm the next number one contender, so fight me. Drew's the kind of guy who would go, yeah, fair enough, you're an established star, I will wrestle you next for the belt. So that's why I don't think he needs it. Um, when you look at the other ones, Ray's got, I, can't, I don't think Ray has any chance in terms of, that they're going to put him to that level. He's, he's not full-time, he's more there now to put people over, right? Yeah, I agree. I think he's definitely going to like be a good star for them when he still sells merch, but I can't see them I just and also I'm trying to think, I can't see him cashing in on Drew. So you, it's hard to think of a babyface on the Raw side nah. winning. And then on the Raw side, Alistair Black. I think it's good that he's in the main event. I don't think he needs the. I don't think the briefcase works for him. It's not his character to need that briefcase. Nope. But you know, like this is the whole point of money in the bank. Like it helps elevate with what with the first one being edged to, ca- um, to cash in ever. It showed that you can. It'll help elevate you from a mid carder to a main event. It elevates your career, and I can see someone like in Alistair Black's position, who's like a mid carder, getting the money in the bank just so more people can get behind it and put more spotlight on him. But I don't know. I just don't see him winning it at all. He's just there for the stunts, the good spots, in my opinion. Like Ray. And then, so that, and then when it moves onto the SmackDown, so I see, yeah, that's why I think AJ, he doesn't need it, and the other guys aren't, aren't really built around it. So on the SmackDown side, it's great. I think mean, Otis is in this because he's hot right now. I think we know, like, he probably wouldn't have been in this otherwise, but he seems to have just been, like, he's been a big, I guess he's been a big star for them while the roster's quite limited because everyone's actually quite into the storyline with Mandy and Daddy DeVille. It's been quite well done. So that's why he's in there. Um, then when you think of, I guess the the other thing that matters for me, Daniel Bryan. Again, I don't think he needs it. I think he could. He's the kind of guy that he could go up again. He could just be like Braun. I think we should fight for the belt because you know who I am. And I just I don't see what he gets out of it. Like 
you don't, I don't see babyface Daniel Bryan with the briefcase at the moment. It just feels wrong. Yeah, because um, but then again, remember how he won his last title against AJ Styles? He did the low blow, but he was a face during that yeah, whole match. That the end. Yeah, so maybe, we don't know. Yeah. yeah, it could be a little. And there's rumors about um, Daniel Bryan maybe sort of not being full time. Come you know within a few months, he's planning to like you know go part time and not be around as much when his but, contract changes. Actually. Now I got thinking because you just said that with COVID, no one's full time, right? There's no house shows. Yeah, we don't know how long this situation is going to go on. Yeah, so oh, okay, that might change everything. (laughs) You'll get a chance to reconsider your choice at the end. That's why we're having this debate. So I've gone for Baron Corbin because I think there's more there to it. And originally, I thought he could. When I didn't, when I thought it was a fiend, I thought, okay, fiend and Braun Strowman. How do you get out of that match? Well, that's where you have Baron Corbin turn up and cash it in, similar to Seth doing it at Mania, I guess, when it was Roman Reigns and Brock. You just have him interrupting, doing something suspect, and that's how you get the belt off out of that feud. But the fact that it's actually Bray Wyatt in the match and not the fiend makes me think, okay, Braun's holding on to the belt, so I still have Baron Corbin winning it. But I just figure he's not cashing in yet. He's waiting until the next big show. And for me, Baron Corbin, it made the most sense when I look at it. He's, okay, yeah, he had it two years ago, and he won the Money in the Bank, but he failed to cash it in. So there's a storyline there with him and the Money in the Bank, and there'll be, will he, will he manage to cash it in properly this time? He's, he's actually like, and you look, I, I look at the roster on SmackDown, it's pretty limited in terms of what they can do like in the main event picture. I think you can't really do much in the way of, baby faces going like against Braun Strowman or The Fiend but if you put Baron Corbin in there you can then have him defend against Daniel Bryan and so on going forward for quite a while I think and it just puts him over you've already done him as King of the Ring I feel like this could be the year where you actually say Baron Corbin we because he's one of their best workers as much as we don't I don't like him sometimes you can't afford he's actually really good in the ring and he maybe isn't the best promo at times when it comes to being in front of a live audience. It's, it's hard to sort of suss out what's going on there. But I think it's his time to really push him to the main event and make him stick there. I think he's been around for a couple of years now. He's been there a few times, you know, up and down. He's main evented in some feuds like with Seth we had last year. This is the chance to say, Baron Corbin, we need to establish some actual big heels. Let's, let's do this. And also, he can be a bit of a dickhead heel you know he can be like conniving and cheating he's got enough things that he can do there but will make make him an interesting heel challenger but eventually wins the belt yeah you do make very very good points and you know sometimes that was the best time to see like if the title will work on anyone whoever they decide to put it on like it's like i said it's an experimental phase right now because there's no house shows um, there's no live audience or whatever. So, you know, they might be thinking, all right, for example, let's just say Alistair Black wins the briefcase and he cashes in. It's perfect now to do some experiment like that because, like I said, there's no live shows, there's no um, there's no house shows, sorry, there's no live audience. It's just WWE is just still trying to tell a story like, to an empty crowd and let's just see how it plays out this is the best time to experiment with wacky storylines or push any wacky characters or anyone who's never you never thought you'd bat an eye for but i just i just i can't see them 
they spent so much effort in getting Drew over the top star to take the belt off of Drew. Unless the, unless the money in the bank doesn't get cashed in for, you know, like a year. If you hold on to it for like a long time and you wait for your chance to do it. But you've got to remember as well, they could cross over, right? No, I think when you, you they've, they've stated that whatever, like whoever wins the briefcase, they can only go for the belt on their brand. Oh, that, that sucks. Yeah, I, I, they might, you know, they might be a bit fast and loose with that, depending on what they want to do. But that's what they've stated are the rules. So you I mean, can't. Do WWE ever stick to continuous storyline? Yeah, I know that's a bit. They might, they might, they might forget about that next week, but that's what they stated. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Ah. Oh. But I mean, I get AJ could also work with the champ, you know, with the briefcase because yeah, he can just come out every week and taunt that towards Drew. So that's why I mean, he's definitely my second pick. But I see more on Baron. What is AJ right now? A, a face or a heel? He's a heel. You know, he's just come back. He's just come back after the Undertaker storyline, and his boys, the Good Brothers, have been released, so he's on his own, and he's just trying to re-establish himself. That's why it's a good shout, but a lot of people are picking him as the guy to, you know, be the next one to line up for Drew to feud with. Okay, all right. I just don't know if that feud needs the briefcase. Yeah, I think, I definitely think, if anyone who, if anybody needs the briefcase more, it'll, it'll probably be the SmackDown side, to be honest. Yeah. In my opinion. I just figure that that's my logic. And then if it's on the SmackDown side, it can only really be Baron Corbin. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. But he's my second pick. I'm still going with AJ, but that's my first choice. Yeah. I think we're, we're, it's definitely between those two. I mean, they might throw a complete curveball and somehow have Otis or Rey Mysterio get it, but it just seems very unlikely. I would hate it if Otis wins it. Like, just doesn't, I would... doesn't make sense. Yeah. Okay. And we'll talk about the match overall in a minute. But then you've gone for Asuka winning the women's side, and I've gone for Shayna Baszler. So we're both going for the Raw side to win it because we're. I guess we're thinking about the SmackDown side. That's a. It just looks pretty weak to be honest. But if I look at the the Raw side, you've also got Nia Jax, who's like a serious contender. It feels like it has to go on the Raw side unless they throw a curveball our way. But why Asuka on your on your pick? Because right now I think she's the most entertaining one out of the women's. But when I when I check um, what's going on Raw, in the women's division, it just seems to be Asuka's the one, the most entertaining one. Like, Shayna just... I don't think Shayna needs it because she just came off the program with um, Becky. Yeah, but she also lost, right? Yeah, so. but I think, I think they'll probably continue that storyline down the road, basically, right? Um, whereas I feel like Asuka, now's the time to give her she's the new hill right now like it's time to give her the belt give her an interesting storyline with becky again um who i think will be the most entertaining one in this women's match nia jack straight up it's gonna be an interesting match so asuka is interesting because her and curry sane had the tag belts but there's rumors of curry sane maybe returning back to japan yeah and they are leaning on Asuka a lot because she's so entertaining and like just, I guess, vocal and interesting on Raw. And during this lack of crowds, it's you know, her shouting angrily at people in Japanese with the briefcase. That probably works. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she also only recently had a feud with Becky, which she lost as well. Yeah, the, but yeah. I think the thing is, you know, normally when like you build someone up and they lose, right? They kind of phase away, but Asuka's still been around. It's just her star power to me. Yeah, she's she's definitely a star. Um, because with Shayna, 
sorry to interrupt. Yeah, say, yeah, Shayna, what about Baszler? With Shayna, she, you know, she just debuted like on the main roster since the Rumble, and she just lost her first big, her her first real feud. She just lost, which was a really big feud, and I'm like. Listen, she's just going to disappear. Not disappear, but, like, fight all these other women wrestlers to establish herself again, in my opinion. Give it to someone like... Like, if it's not Asuka, the most... The one that makes sense to me to fight Becky otherwise would be Nia Jax, the face puncher, or the face breaker. Yeah, they've definitely <laughs> got... They've definitely... Because they've not had a chance to really revisit that. So yeah. It's so... coming at some point this year, at least. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the Raw side is really fascinating. I mean, for me... When I look at Baszler, it's, it's also with Drew McIntyre. I think they're the two performers most impacted by COVID and the fact that the changes to Mania and since then. Because you look at the matches that like Baszler and Becky had at Mania, it was a it was not the match everyone expected. It seemed a bit short, and then it was like ended a bit suddenly. I can't yeah. believe that. I can't believe that would have been the plan if they were in front of a packed like stadium. Yeah, and I then, was disappointed with that match. Yeah, like, it just. It didn't. It, it was like they built Baszler up as a monster, like at the Elimination Chamber, and then to do that match felt very odd. Like that felt like an audible change. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like I understand time restriction, and the thing is, you can't say time restriction because WrestleMania was two nights. Yeah, and like, think- that's what pissed me off. Like I was just like, come on! Like Shayna was like the she was the longest reigning NXT champion, if I'm correct. I believe so, in terms of her total, yeah, I, I think she took over Asuka's, and she had two reigns in total, but yeah, definitely, like, the dominant woman from NXT. Yeah, like, and they built her, when she came onto the main roster, they built her so well, The, the they built her very strong, especially when she did the neck-biting, that was a great <laughs> yeah. image. And then, and then just to lose, and lose so quickly, as well, in yeah. the short period, like, it was like, ah, oh, come on. It just, it felt like, there would have been other plans if they hadn't had to like change things because then she's not exactly had like momentum after Mania where no. they're going to get behind her because there's like they can only have so many matches they can only have so many people on the show it just feels like she's like really like like she's on like in neutral at the moment so that's why I'm wondering is the money in the bank the way to just kickstart her again and establish her with that I think and she's a kind of I I don't know when they're going to do live shows again but I can imagine her just saying okay. SummerSlam's the first like show with an actual crowd. Let's assume it's probably not, but if it was, that's where Shayna would be like saying in advance, "I'm cashing in in the main event or in the big match against Becky here," and that would be like at least then it's high profile. That's my only logic is that they wanted to wait until there was a proper live crowd and have Baszler go over at that point. And that does it. make sense. Save the best storylines when there's an actual live audience. Yeah, that's all yeah. I could bring it down to. And I thought this keeps her warm when they can have her as a constant threat to Becky. But you're right, Asuka would be really interesting. And Nia Jax, you cannot rule out, because no matter what happens, at the mo- either now or later, they are going back to Becky and Nia Jax. And they're yeah, gonna play they have it. to. You have to put that in there. Maybe that's Becky's feud after she loses the belt. Maybe it's how she loses the belt. But there's definitely Nia Jax is in the mix. But in the women's match, Money in the Back, I think Nia Jax will steal the show. She cause think- a lot of destruction. Yeah, like- well- I think we, we, we've completely dismissed the SmackDown gut women. I think Lacey, um, Camilla, and God, I can't remember who the other one was now. Who was the other one we were saying was in was this it, match? Was, was it Mandy uh, Rose? Oh, Dana Brooke. God, there you are. That's how little, that's how, that's how little right. chance I think Dana Brooke has of winning this. I mean, I definitely, I, do you think, it, it, before we talk about the general destruction that's going to happen, do you think any of those three has a chance? No. 
I will be so sh- But to be fair, I remember the first ever women's money in the bank, Carmella did win. And that was a shocker, right? Yeah. So... <laughs> you never know. I just... <laughs> I can't see it. You're right, but you never know. If, I mean, if, if, of those three, who's got the best chance? Probably, probably Lacey. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just judging on character. Like, if you ask yeah. me out of those three, who would I want them to win? I would actually go with Dana Brooke. I, I got a soft spot for Dana Brooke. I did like her work in NXT and everything, especially when she was teaming up with Emma. But I think she's been underutilized, but like if she isn't getting, if she she's been with the company for God knows how long on the main roster now, I just don't think they'll start using her now. But like I said, COVID now is the experimental stage for WWE, right? Yeah. If any, I mean, I, I mean, if any of these was to get the the briefcase, it would be Lacey Evans, I think. But even then, yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. All right. In terms of the actual match, so yeah, this is the mentalness of. I mean, we, I think they've already recorded it. That's something they've done very well at keeping these things quiet. They must have already recorded this. Um, but it starts on the ground floor of the building and ends up on the roof. Um, and you say, yeah, people like, that's why I think it's interesting. Someone like a Nia Jax is going to cause some destruction with her strength. Otis is going to destroy like a door or a building. You know, he's going to destroy yeah. the whole roof. Um, anything particularly you're expecting to happen? Because I'm expecting at least a fire extinguisher spot. There's going to be something involving a bunch of wrestlers fighting in one of the elevators. That's got to happen. And the obvious thing is to end up in Vince's office and trash Vince's office. But what do you think is going to happen in this match? So both matches start at the same time, right? Yeah, that's the idea. So I don't know if it's like a klaxon or what. So that's the thing. Like, Obviously, I'll see there's going to be a cross between both. There definitely has to be a cross between the men and the women. Like, I don't know, maybe Corbin will try and... We'll get a chair, try and swing at Otis, Otis ducks, and the chair ends up hitting Naya, for example. Yeah, and I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting because they are very careful on the intergender wrestling in WWE, you know. Yeah. I think we, we did see Baron Corbin hit Becky with his finisher back early last year when they were in that feud, that awful feud with Lacey and Baron v. Seth and Becky. That's the only time they've really had. But the crowd popped. <laughs> yeah, that, that, was, that was hot, that moment, and like, like Seth's go... reaction. If you go a bef- couple of months before that, don't you remember the Royal Rumble where every, like Mysterio, Randy, oh, yeah, and some- Jax was in yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. They're <laughs> very careful on like yeah. what they allow. And I'm wondering, will there be some sort of yeah? Will it be an accidental or an actual like crossover that happens? But you're right, there could be a, a chair swing or someone moves out of the way and someone ends up getting taken out. I'd imagine if anything, Jack's taken out one of the men is more likely. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think, do any of the men and the women have a crossover storyline? Not really. I mean, they're, they're all quite separate in terms of their storylines. None of them really... The only thing you've got is Nia Jax and Rey Mysterio had that yeah. interaction at the Royal Rumble the other year. That's what I was going to just say. But I don't know, because, like, I can see, for example, someone outside, like Mandy Rose, being there just to support Otis, right? Like, yeah. if you remember in the first ever Women's Money in the Bank, James Ellsworth was there for Carmella. So, there might be, like, the partners or the love interest or whatever will probably play a role in the match, definitely. That's a good point. I hadn't thought about Mandy having a presence there. Because that's a weird thing. Like, I'm surprised they didn't have Mandy and Sonya Deville on the pay-per-view. They had it. At least they had the first match on SmackDown last night. And they had Sonya win with a roll-up after like five minutes. See, so there's definitely more there. I was annoyed about that, that it wasn't on the money in the bank. 
that that match because I'm a big Sonya Deville fan. Yeah. And if anything, I think she should be in the match instead of Dana Brooke. Yeah, your daddy is Sonya Deville these days. Everyone knows that. Yeah, <laughs> daddy Deville. But you're right. But maybe it's because maybe you're right. Maybe Mandy is somehow involved in this because of being there for Otis. That is, there is an outside a chance of that happening. So maybe uh, that's why. And um, can you see anyone interfering for the men? Um, and all I can imagine is something comical, like <clears throat> you know they they walk into a room and Hornswoggle is in the room, or Shane is in there watching videotapes. That's the only thing I can imagine. Maybe, but um, or oh Michael yeah, Hayes, I don't know. Um, to be to be honest, to get for example, to get some of the women over, they might like if I can see, I can imagine Shane playing one of the men in a submission. Yeah, I can. Thing. I'm trying to like they would who they'd be willing to do that to like maybe like someone like Ray ends up in like Shane's yeah. submission or something yeah they could go down that route with him. Um, um, any cra- what's the craziest spot you reckon is going to happen? I don't think anyone's falling off the top of the building, but it's like I'm trying to be like if they trash a room or someone goes flying down some stairs or what? Because they're gonna this is obviously going to be post produced where they can edit around and do some stuff. Yeah, if they want. it's definitely wherever wherever something's crazy is going to be done. They've already shot it. They've already shot it. Um, I believe. I don't think anything will happen live. That, yeah, that think, be whole, crazy. yeah, we believe the whole thing has been recorded already, similar to, yeah, yeah. I guess, like the, the special matches of Bray and Cena and Orton and Edge. They'd definitely like, be thinking of how can they, or an Undertaker and AJ as well. They're going to take advantage of doing something unique and various edits going along the way. I can imagine, for example, there might be a scene where, because it's like you said, it's on top of the roof, right? Yeah, there's uh, like a, so there's and there's, so there's two ladders for the men's and the women's. Um, I think there's like I don't know if it's two rings or at least two ladders, but it, yeah, I think it's the same ring with two ladders. What's holding the briefcase? So they've got like a crane, you know, like construction yeah. around holding it up. Like for a cinematic shot, I can see imagine someone hanging at the end on the edge of the building. Like the ladder falls off, someone falls over, and he holds onto the ledge of the building, like. I don't know. I could imagine it being someone like, uh, it'll probably be someone like her face. Like, let's just say it was Rey Mysterio, and he's hanging on the edge, and then Corbin sees it, and he tries to step on Rey Mysterio's fingers. <laughs> like, there know? will be something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just looking. So both the briefcases are above the ring at the same time. So you could even have both briefcases being ca- like obtained at the same time with both. Like, you could have like. Corbin and Baszler both grabbing the briefcase at the same time or helping each other climb. You've got that kind of wild card as well where someone could even work together. That is true. Or for comedy purposes, they might get the wrong briefcase. Like Corbin might get the women, Shane might end up getting (laughs) the the man. Imagine that that was a twist. (laughs) Um, Yeah, like, you know, like... um, And if you remember... China was once intercontinental champion, right? So they might go something back old school like that. But this, this is this is this is the chin I want. I want crazy like <laughs> Baron Corbin cashes in against Bailey to become SmackDown Women's Champion. Oh, and AJ who says Bailey? No, oh yeah, but you did say you yeah. did say yeah. They so stick to the AJ's, brand. Ca- AJ's cashing in on Bailey, otherwise um, on Becky on your in your. In your <laughs> I mean, Becky calls herself the man. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, I don't know. Like Seth Rollins, they might want. Uh, 
some, it's, it's, there's a lot we could go on here in this match. But yeah, the fact that both briefcases are hanging above the same ring at the same time means that there's going to be some interesting stuff. Do you, think, do you think an outsider will come? Because didn't Brock win it? Like, correct my memory, Brock was yeah, an well, outsider, right? Well, Brock, well, um, Mustafa, no, it was not Mustafa Ali, someone... Yeah, it was Ali. It wasn't Ali because he was the one who was then knocked down by Brock, but someone was taken out of the match and Brock was inserted into the match and basically just came down at the end last year. And Ali could have grabbed the briefcase, but instead he sat there on top of the ladder looking shocked. So and then Brock came down and was like, thank you very much, I'll have that. Maybe, so there's no could be cards. an outsider. They well, they already did it. They already took Apollo Crews out of the match to put AJ Styles in. They had Apollo injured so that AJ could win a gauntlet and be inserted into the match. So they've kind of already played that card of having someone get added in late in the day. Yeah, so but, like, because this is, like, a new format, it's in the building. For example, couldn't, like, let's just say hypothetically, a janitor pick up the briefcase. So I'm sure, like, I'm sure, like, an outsider can come into this match. Yeah, well, we've got that. We got the whole like James Ellsworth where he helped Camilla grab it. I think he grabbed yeah. it and passed it down to Camilla last time. So there is that. Yeah, kind yeah. Of, I wonder if they would risk going there again because of the backlash they had. But you never know. They could have something weird going on there where we could have a new pairing happen where someone, yeah, not even announced for the matches, is there and helps someone win. Yeah, because like I said, half of it's probably going to be be like cinematic shots. And for example. Let's just take WrestleMania with Bray Wyatt and John Cena. That wasn't a wrestling match, but it was something really great, right? Yeah. Um, so it could be some. I think now the WWE is doing, just doing crazy stuff like that. So like I said, they're going to experiment. So like I said, don't rule anything out. This is where Vince Russo shines. I wonder if that ties into the fact that it's not The Fiend versus Braun, so there won't be the same cinematic match that The Fiend had with Cena. It's going to be maybe more of a straight-up match with Bray Wyatt, that character. There's probably still be some weirdness, but it's not going to be the same crazy funhouse world, which means that match will be a bit more traditional, allowing the money in the bank to be the batshit crazy moment of the show. Imagine yeah, part I... of the fight takes place in the funhouse. <laughs> they stumble through a room and it's the fun house. <laughs> See, I, I, it's a shame because I know the, uh, the, the, um, all the merchandise. They've got like a warehouse of all like their props and merchandise, but it's not, it's not part of the main building. Because you can imagine them, they end up in there. And before you know it, they're fighting with old props. The gobbledygooker turns up. They end up in one of the old WrestleMania rings. There's uh, random like tanks and like things being used. I remember seeing that in the Edge and Christian show. I know what warehouse you're talking about. Yeah, imagine yeah. they ended up in that. That'd be <laughs> yeah. I'm expecting something crazy like that. But how, how long do you reckon the match goes? Because I think there's a lot of stories they've got to get. I could, I could easily see this being like an hour-long money in the bank by the time they factor in there's two matches to record and there's so much they're going to want to do. Yeah, because uh, like you said, I believe it'll start at the beginning and then say like the first opening match is Bailey, Bailey's match, right? But they from Bailey's match, they might keep going backstage, back to the match, backstage. Oh, do you reckon it could, it could be? They could have the money in the bank happening throughout the show. Yeah, throughout oh, the show. That would be. Yeah, they could do that. It's, they've done that in the past with like I guess Fools Count Anywhere matches. Or well, like, the hardcore gone, title, right? Yeah. Remember? Fools Count Anywhere matches and hardcore title matches where they just carry on throughout the show and then they come back to the ring. It'd be interesting because of the whole saying the whole thing's live and they've pre-recorded them money in the bank. I, I mean, it could happen. I think the fact it's only a six-match card would make it odd because yeah, then there'd be like five matches happening while this match happens around it. 
but yeah, that, you couldn't, you, you, you wouldn't rule it out, but they start it, and then they say, okay, we're going to keep going back as the wrestlers are climbing around, and they could just cut because during the other matches, they could just cut to between the two. God, they could, they could have, they could then basically have three matches happening at once because you'd have both me, both men in the banks and another match at the same time. Yeah. I mean, I don't see any of the I don't see any of the money bank participants fighting in the actual ring itself because, like I said, the job is to get the the goal is to all backstage get to the top of the roof. Yeah, so that I would definitely rule out. Well, it also depends, like because if they're doing it at the perform the other three match, well, the other four match, sorry, five matches, even, yeah, five matches happen at the performance center, and then the money in the bank's happening at the HQ. So they would they would keep them separate that way, but they would have yeah. to like say they say they're happening at the same time. And um. I know WWE Vince owns a jet. Does he own a helicopter? I don't think he owns a helicopter, but that wouldn't stop them pretending he does. If you're yeah. thinking like someone's coming, <laughs> someone's going to scale down from a helicopter, that could happen. Yeah, <laughs> like I said, or parachute. I don't know. Like... Well, I, I joked um, with some guys. I was like, now is the time if you're in the Connecticut area to hire a helicopter and just declare yourself part of the match and just drop down and just take the briefcase. You haven't even got to get into the ring. Just scale down, take it off the hook, and fly off. Yeah. So you know, a way to win. But yeah, that's. I think it will start at the beginning. I will be surprised if it because. That's the thing as well, like, how are they going to focus on, if both matches start at the same time, how are they going to focus on the men and the women? They're going to have to keep switching back and forth anyway, right? Yeah, I'd imagine they'll be timing it in the way of, like, big spots where everyone's down, yeah. you know, like, similar to when there's, like, a multiple-person match and someone gets out of the ring. They're going to have to, like, time it that way. That's why it's intriguing, because they, they're pulling up together at certain points, like, in the gym, and then they're going to go off in their own directions as well. Yeah. Um... It's going to be so that, We've never seen anything like this. We know that much. Yeah, and I expect a lot, lot of extras to be involved, like um, getting probably kicked in the face by accident or whatever. A lot of extras. Well, you know. I, I, I think they've got to burst into like a corporate meeting. There's going to be like a conference call going on, a bunch of guys sitting around like the, the, the boardroom table like having sushi and having like a big business meeting, and the guys are just going to come in and trash it and, just, and like beat them all up. It's got to be that kind of thing. And, and all, the, all the suits are going to look really like independent or development wrestlers with like moustaches and ponytails that are apparently corporate boys, as they see, always do with security. See, if this was the Attitude Era, or maybe even the Ruthless Aggression Era, I could see the fight being in the women's changing room, like the men waking, making their way to the women's <laughs> changing room. Like, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then someone be naked, not naked, but in a towel or whatever. Like I, I can definitely, they could easily, like the men could end up in the men's changing room and someone could be having yeah. a shower. They could, there's, yeah. def, there's definitely room for some comedy of someone being naked in a shower and screaming. So it'll definitely be interesting. But like I said, also don't rule out if an outsider comes along, like to help out or maybe just take out one of the participants again and just insert themselves into the match. Ah, oh, right. Anything else on that crazy match that you want to think, call out that might happen or what people need to consider? Nope. So, I'm just going to say, are you still sticking, after everything we've talked about, are you still sticking with AJ and Asuka winning this? Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm still sticking with Corbin and Baszler, but... Well, I wouldn't make it, no, with, with the women, I think Nia Jax is going to be the star of the show, for the women's. Yeah, who... I think she's she's going to be very important, I think, to making a lot yeah. of the spots happen. What about on the men's side? Who's the star of the men's side? 
I can see it being Daniel Bryan. He's very creative, especially same with Rey Mysterio. Um, but then what's um what's Bryan's partner, tag partner, like he's entering? Gulak. He'll somehow get involved. Yeah, and, you're right. He could be an outside like influence on this. And um, Corbin will probably have someone get involved as well. Um, yeah. That is one of my concerns is like Baron Corbin's going to end up, you know, expanding that group of heels on SmackDown with Sami Zayn and Nakamura and Tazaro and Corbin's like essentially their mate and they help him out. There is that, there is that potential. I mean, I, for, for once I'm happy, like if outsiders get involved because like, otherwise you don't want to shelve Nakamura, Sami Zayn or Cesaro. It'll be important. Like you at least get these characters on TV and this is not like official match in the ring, so now is the best time. Like, like with the Boneyard match, you had Gallows and um, Anderson yeah. involved. So you're right. Who knows? Who might appear in this one? Okay, so we're. I think I think we've covered the Money in the Bank match. I think we're looking for, we're looking forward to it, right? It's gonna. Be, I'm I'm intrigued. Yep. Same here. And I'm I'm gonna sort of be. I'm gonna wait because it's on in the UK. It's on at like I think midnight, one in the morning still. So I'm gonna be waiting until Monday early evening, and I'm gonna be watch doing a watch along with some of my friends, and we're gonna all watch it with no spoilers and just watch it over. I think we're gonna do it on Discord, so that's gonna be a fun experience. It's gonna be fun to do. It's not the same as going to the pub and watching it together, but you know, no, all the meet up, you know. Yeah. No, no, it, this is um, our meet ups are now online. <laughs> I, I think I prefer having like 20 odd people in a room watching it, but that ain't going to happen for a while. So it's going to be yeah. a, a more elite group watching it. But it's going to be fun. I just want to say, I'm glad, even though I care about the wrestlers' safety uh, during this crisis, I'm still kind of glad there is wrestling during these times to help distract us with the problems of the world right now. Yeah. Even though the wrestlers are risking their lives to entertain us, I'm still kind of glad that they're there. Hopefully they're being as safe as they can, and when yeah. they have to take precautions like Kevin Owens is doing and like Roman Reigns is doing, because yeah. of families, they're staying away. So, thank cool. you, Vince. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so let's just confirm. We've got coming out of here. We're going to have either AJ or Corbin with the money in the briefcase, men's and Baszler or Asuka. It's going to have the women's, and we've got Bailey. Both think Bailey's coming out with her belt. Drew obviously is coming out of his because that'd be crazy to take it off him already. We're split on Bray versus Braun because I, I think, um, but it ends up being Corbin cashing in in like in a month or two on those two in the middle of a match. But you've got AJ doing something with Drew instead, so you got it that way. The one match we haven't talked about is a tag match. So is there any way the New Day do not defend their belts? I think New Day will win, but I think a heel turn might happen. In what way? I don't know, but, like, the New Day is kind of going stale. I don't know, it's just that when I look at that tag match, that it just looks so boring to me. I'm sure the match will be great, but the tag division is just boring, and I think, like, someone needs to be heel. What's the... Sorry, what's the... So the Lucha got, Brothers? Lucha yes, Brothers? You, got, you got The Miz and John Morrison as heels, The Forgotten Sons as the new heels on the roster, and the freshly given push Lucha House Party. Lucha House Party, I think, um, would do great. This, was, this is where they will shine with spots with ladders. Um, John Morrison will do great. The Fatal 4-Way is not a ladder match. Yeah, but is it no disqualification? Oh, yes, fair point. Normally, the rules are no disqualification on these. Yes, yeah, so you can take out a ladder or a gun in a 
four-way match. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, I think I think this is the match that has no one really cares about right now, but it's the least interesting, I'll say. But I think there'll be a lot of crazy spots to make it up, make up for it. Yeah, I think it opens the show because you also want to separate this from the Money in the Bank multi-person matches. So I can imagine it opening the show. I think New Day win by pinning Miz. Miz did just get the pinfall on SmackDown. Um, booking logic suggests Miz then is going to be eating the pinfall this time, and he he's, and he can he, he can take it and bounce back. Yeah. Um, before we say before we wrap this up, do you think the nominous hacker will make an appearance? Um, I think they're suggesting that could happen. I don't know how it fits into the overall show. My money is still on the fact that it's got to be Mustafa Ali, maybe with, you know, um, what's his name, Chad Gable's help, because they need to repackage him as well. But I think they're suggesting that they might make an appearance on this or reveal something on this show. So I'm not sure that ties into any of the matches, potentially. But, yeah, it's, it's they're keeping it very vague, which is in, I like. It's intriguing. So the only way I'll see him being on the pay-per-view this mysterious hacker is like he might be a distraction for one of the matches like he'll appear during one of the matches might reveal something like something like a dirty secret like say for example with the new day he might reveal yeah. like oh biggie has a dirty secret it's a and then biggie, someone rolls up biggie for the win it's a good point because i think that the hacker so far suggested that an existing team is keeping something from each other so there were, and they've shown various teams when, they, when they've done those edits. So there is a suggestion that either a couple or a tag team, be it the men's or on the women's side as well, is somehow, yeah, there's a secret. Is he so, just yeah. on SmackDown, he, him or she, this mysterious hacker? The hacker has been exclusively on SmackDown. Okay, all right. So the tag team match is where something could happen. You're right, it's a good call. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Ah, that's a good point. Yeah, that could be a wild card on it. That's a good point. Well, I think ultimately, considering the situation we're in, right, this is we expected to be watching this together with a bunch of mates over a few beers, and that's not going to be happening. Instead, we'll be watching it on either live at home or watching it like online later on together, and we won't have a big sellout crowd to watch it in front with. It's just going to be an empty arena and a building, but it's still, I'm intrigued. I think I'm more intrigued by this show than probably Mania in terms of because Mania just felt a bit flat overall, whereas yeah. This is a tight card. I can't remember the last time WWE had a six-match card. It wasn't like a takeover. This is six matches. It's still going to be like a, a three-hour-odd show, so it's going to be intrigued. I'm, I'm intrigued how this is going to work. I'm looking forward to it, and I think it's going to be some good wrestling. Yeah, to be fair, like, I am more, like you, like you I was, I'm more interested in this pay-per-view than I was at WrestleMania. And uh, I'm always hyped for WrestleMania, but obviously with the COVID and everything, it just took the excitement out of WrestleMania. Um, but with this, I think it'll be, yeah, I just, because this, like I said, this is crazy times where WWE can experiment and just try crazy ideas. Now is the time for them. So that's why I'm very interested. Like, I expect all these weird Vince Russo bookings to happen. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's, it's going to be fun. Yeah, well, we will, I'm going to say, we're keeping it short. We focused on money in the bank. I'm looking forward to, well, are you are you watching it with me on Monday or are you? I'm not too sure yet, but I'll be definitely watching it and reviewing it. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah, I think as a, we've done this preview, but next week I think Brod's going to be hosting a review with Chen, and also Mike will be on that show, so they'll be talking about the actual results of what's happened. That's going to be good. Right, Chen, what are you going to do for the rest of the weekend? It's a lovely weekend. I've got a lot of painting to do. So I just started watching Money Heist, you know, 
I'm still working out at home. I'm going to go for a 5K run. That's good about lad. it. Good That's lad. That's about it. Okay. It's good. It's gonna be a be- it's a beautiful day in the UK today, so enjoy it. Get out there and run. Yeah, you know, like I said, I feel like once we- everything goes back to normal, we might miss quarantine a bit. Like so, like I just try to enjoy it as I wouldn't say enjoy, just take it day by day, basically. Yeah. Make the most of it. Cool. Well, let's wrap this up. Thanks everyone for listening. Um, Please do the usual, what does Brodden say? Go and give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Subscribe wherever you get podcasts from. Go and check out the Women Love Wrestling book that I published and Mick Foley has now been tweeting about, so that's quite cool. I have been exchanging DMs with Mick Foley and Nyla Rose lately, which is pretty sweet. So next, next up, Vince McMahon. <laughs> cool. Thanks, Jen. Take care. Bye.